And we welcome you to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes. I'm the Connections Pastor here at Northwood Baptist Church, and we're in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, we're going to have our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, come join us uh, as we converse as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, we hope that these few minutes are going to help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus. And we hope that you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. And uh, we are on episode 238, and we welcome you to this podcast. And if you're listening and catching up, uh, you've caught up to 238. But uh, if uh, this is later on down the road, keep on working. Uh, we enjoy all you guys listening, and I know that uh, people kind of do block listening like they do, you know, with Netflix. They do these moments when they watch they all the whole. Listen. They binge the block, listen. Block listening. That's not the proper terminology there, Pops. That's all right. <laughs> I'm not, I don't do anything proper as you it is. Binge. Yeah, you, you binge. binge. You yeah, binge. That, it makes it Which, sound evil. Yeah, binge doesn't sound too good, does yeah, it? Yeah, binging, binging is like was something you weren't you know, supposed to do. That was like when you, binge you, you eating, ate binge an entire drinking, chocolate binge, cake. Whatever. Yeah, you're not you know. supposed to binge. Yeah. But I guess, I mean. All right. Anyway. You ever binge anything? You, you don't do any binge on Netflix, do you? I do not. I ne- yeah. I don't like My wife is the one that always says, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. I say, uh, I do one. If you want to watch one, I'll watch one. We got hooked. That was a long time ago, probably. Eight, nine, ten years ago, we got hooked on that show. Twenty four, you remember that show? Oh man, I love that show. That was a great show. My that, kids that, would call. Yeah. I'd say, "Don't call me at twenty four. Right? Well, we never. I never watched it. I didn't watch it when it was on regular me, TV. Same with me. And I, yeah. you know, we were on the Netflix one night trying to find something to watch. We said, "Well, let's give this thing a try." And we were hooked. Oh, it's we were unbelievable. Hooked, hooked, hooked. And so we didn't. We didn't binge it, uh, but but we. I, I, I don't know how you, you watched it a lot. But we watched. We watched it. Pretty much nightly, I and mean, that was one of the only series I can ever remember where, like, let's get home tonight and watch Twenty Four. Um, and we would watch, you know, two episodes at a time, sometimes so like two hours of. So it was like, so it wasn't really binging, but it was. I consider that watching a movie. Yeah, it was like so that's like movie time. Movie, so we would know? do that, and um, you know, try not to binge because it was because I, I loved the way it always ended in a cliffhanger. Like it was always like, oh, I got to know what and happens. And it was going next. boom, 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 boom. Oh, it was bum, such bum. a great show, such a great show. Um, yeah, that one we got hooked on, and the other one we got hooked on. Um, I don't know. That might be the only one we were ever really hooked on. Like, but that was like, I've got to see what happens next. What's Jack Bauer going to do to get himself out of this? (laughs) It was like MacGyver, kind of. Well, it was like MacGyver cutting hands off. You know, because he would have yeah, somebody it, in a thing. You have yeah, to cut the hands off. It wasn't necessarily the most family friendly show. Yeah, it was he kinda, rough. He kind of got. Yeah, wow. He, it, it, that was a wild show, though. But we have uh, one reason that was the only show we uh we binged and. Yeah. Yeah. But people do binge this. Especially I, on trips. They, on that's what trips. I hear. I yeah. hear people say, I heard a lot of you today. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I hate that for you. You, <laughs> you had a bad day. You heard a lot of me. But So anyway, appreciate you doing that and get the word out, uh, whether you use the Instagram or X or uh, Facebook or uh, just, uh, you know, text people, email them, talk to them, small group. Let them know about Connecting Faith You talk life. to people, don't you, Trey? I talk to people a lot. <laughs> I love talking, though, so yeah, I don't have do. any issues yeah, talking. Do. So you're not emailing or texting. You're talking. I am. I'm a talker, and I yeah. li- I'd rather call somebody than text them yeah, any day I of the week. Too. Well, it depends on who it is. <laughs> yeah, there's some people, <laughs> if, you, if you call them, you're going to be on for 30 minutes. Right, like it just depends on the time I have. I yeah. know, okay, because there's some people, like I know, and I'm probably one of those people, too. If you call me, you might get more than you bargained for, and so you just got to <laughs> use that time wisely, and yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. Well, let's move on. We're kind of sure, talking sure. too much now. Uh, yeah, well, you know, um. Uh, this Christmas uh, season, and I would say the end of last year, beginning of this year, has been really a rough time for a lot of people. Yeah. 
Uh, people have been in the hospital. People have been sick. People have had loss in their life. It's been a rough time. And uh, economically, you know, we're we're fighting this whole inflation thing. So we, whether whether or not uh, you know you you go to get gas is more expensive or bread is more expensive. Going out to eat, they say inflation's so, coming down. I don't see it. Yes. Well, I, what I don't in the see world? It like that's that. But when they in, they release those they CPI mean, numbers every yeah, but, month, like it's coming down. Like where's it coming down? Because my grocery's still high. Well, they mean that it's not inflating as much. I get that it's not going up, but it's it surely it surely ain't coming down. No, it's not. And my the only goodness. thing I've ever known to come down is eggs. Eggs, eggs did have come, come down. down. Like they're, you can get extra fourteen cent now. I mean, it's, that's it's all ridiculous. we eat now. Were, isn't we that just wild? Eat eggs. It was wild. I'm a rambler, but man, what was it, a year ago? They were like twenty dollars a dozen or something crazy like that. They were eight bucks or whatever it really? was. Yeah, it was eight. It bucks. was ridiculous. That wasn't a joke. And now yeah. you can get a, you know eighteen eggs. We get them for like a buck eighty six yeah. at the Lidl. I mean, it's just crazy. And like, come on. And man, I tell you, we we have just stopped going out to eat. Oh, we went to that. Oh, you got me on a tangent now, pops. Good job. <laughs> We went to that uh, new chicken place uh, on St. James, that Huey Magoo's. Yeah, he, yeah, we've eaten You've been there. there. Yeah, yeah. What anyway, do you think? Uh, it was okay. I mean, yeah, it's not Chick Fil A, but whatever. So we got, I got my chicken tenders. We got three chicken tender meals. Stacy's gone out of town, so I took the boys and got three chicken tender meals and got a drink to go. She drank. She no, this is this is no kidding. She rang up my order: three chicken tender meals, a five-piece tender yeah. meal, and three drinks. Fifty eight dollars. Yeah, I just like, can't get over it. Are you serious? I cannot 50, get over I'm like, ma'am, fifty eight dollars. You got me. Come to find out, the drinks were three fifty a piece. Oh my heavens! Yeah, I drink water. So I, I was don't. like, well, we did. We got to so you keep those drinks, and and that. I mean, it, <laughs> like I was paying whatever that was. Which, I mean, it was. Well, you got to be kidding wow. me. I, it was. Uh, well, even forty eight. That means less. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's just. Yeah, a lot I don't of money. know. Well, it was. It was. Yeah, we won't go back. Well, uh, McDonald's is now I hear in some city, a lot of cities, eighteen bucks for a Big Mac meal. 18 bucks. It ain't worth that, my friend. No, sir. No, 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 no. I haven't been to McDonald's in... I haven't had Big Mac. Gosh, you know, I mean, it's been a decade I haven't. Probably. I don't eat out in places that it, it increases my caloric intake. <laughs> well, that would be a place that would. Yes, it would. Anyway, we're talking about yeah. hard stuff. Life is hard. Yes, and it is. You, you were introducing us, Pops, and I got us off on a tangent. That's all right. So I apologize. That's all right. I, I, that, that inflation stuff, you kind of get me... I, I, yeah. Yeah. The point is, is that life is hard, and we do it have is. to deal with it. Yeah, and, whether it's and inflation as, or other things. And as followers of Christ, we actually are never said somehow that we're just going to be relieved from all that, and no, we're not going to have no. to struggle with it. Yeah, if anything, following Jesus makes your life harder. Yes, I would say so. You yes. know, because you're you're trying. You're living in a sinful world and mm-hmm. trying to live distinctively different in a sinful world, and that's hard. There's an enemy who wants to destroy you. That's hard. Yeah. Uh, there are people who want to reject you because of your faith and your stand on on certain, you know, issues. That's hard. I mean, you know, if anything, following Jesus makes life sometimes a bit harder. Oh, it does. It makes life a whole lot more joyous because you have mm-hmm. purpose and you, you know who you are and you you know you have a, a, the love of the Father and you know where you're going. I mean, so it gives you a whole lot of purpose, a whole lot of joy, a whole lot of contentment, a whole lot of satisfaction, but doesn't necessarily make life easier when you choose to follow Christ. And then on top of that, life is just hard. Life in general. It's just hard. Yeah, I, I, what I say is you're going to go through tough times, whether you're saved or not, whether yeah, you know the life Lord is or not. Hard. And yet people without the Lord, I just feel like, yeah. oh, my heavens, yeah, because, how do they do yeah, it? That's right, because I think when, when we it? look at Scripture and we walk with, by faith, I mean, at least Scripture gives us some, some indication as to why life is hard. Right. Uh, it gives a lot of indication of why life is hard and how we should respond in the midst of a difficult life. Uh, so, so I think this is going to be an encouragement to you today if you're listening wherever you are because I know, I know, um, life is hard. And I think in our own church, we've seen 
that over the past. I mean, we always see that. There's no, there's not a season in our church where someone is not struggling with something. Mm-hmm. And it just seems it's like... It's usually last, multiple struggles. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And it seems like over the last six months, there's just been a lot. I, I mean, I know of several people in our church right now who are struggling through cancer and radiation and chemo treatments. I know several who are struggling with other significant health issues. It seems like I'm always um, working with uh, at least one couple or two couples that are just kind of struggling along in their marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of us <clears throat> who are parents, we're struggling at home trying to uh, help our kids to grow in Christ. Um, I, I know, like, the, the economy has hit some people. I, I know um, some people that, you know, I've discipled that, um, you know, just financially are trying to figure out how to make ends yeah. meet. And, you know, I mean, especially, like, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, life is different, and whatever your opinions are, that's fine. But, like, I mean, just just, just from my experience pastoring a lot of ages, like, this younger generation coming up, they're having a hard time getting started. Yeah, they are. When you come out of college and, you know, a lot of these students come out of college do have some debt, they have, and that's just what it is. They have some debt they have to deal with, and, and you know, they're getting in that entry-level job, and they're not making, you know, a whole lot of money quite yet, but yet rent. You can't find anything in the Charleston area for less than fifteen to $1,700, and that's yeah. that's like a, you know, cracker box if you can yeah. find some $1,500. I mean, so just, you know, it's, it's difficult for people starting out um, or people who, who don't have, you know, the, the best paying job, if yeah. you will, to, to, to live around here. And so that, I know that's some hardship. Like people are just really trying to make ends meet. And, and so you just think about it. Like, like there's a lot of us that are really just struggling with life. I mean, I know you, your family, we talked about this a little bit Sunday yeah. night yeah. at our annual meeting. Our staff has had some challenges they this sure year. Have, yeah. Your family struggled with your son-in-law had a um, an accident back in the Christmas season. We think about some of our other pastors yeah. and had some issues in, in their families. My wife has been in New Orleans for the last oh, two yeah. weeks dealing with her dad. I and mean, he's been in ICU. He's out ICU now, but still in the hospital. We know it's going to happen to him. And so she's been away for a couple of weeks. And so, I mean, just it's, it's, there's a lot of difficulty in life. And I think, it, it, you know, for those of us in our church, we're seeing a lot of that right now. And, and I'm sure if you're listening today and you're part of another faith family or whether you're not, maybe you're just, you just happen to cross this podcast, you, you know, people around you that are going through difficult times. And it might be that you yourself are going through some difficult times. And so just in some encouragement from God's word as to how to respond when life is hard, Amen. I think it would be helpful for us to think through just quickly. And I think this first one is, is what we've been talking about. Expect life to be hard. Yeah. What do you do when life is hard? Well, you expect it to be hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just bottom line. Yeah. I, I don't know how to sugarcoat it, uh, but but that that is the byproduct mm-hmm. of living in a fallen world. Yes. When Adam and Eve fell into sin, it messed up everything. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've, I, I've, this semester at Charleston Southern University, um, I have the privilege of teaching Old Testament survey. I teach Old Testament survey every now and then. Sometimes I teach preaching. Sometimes I teach New Testament. It just depends on what the need is at each semester. Um, but we spend a lot of time talking about Adam and Eve and just laying the foundation for the Old Testament and how you know that those first three chapters of Genesis are really foundational for understanding the yes, entire Old Testament, really the whole Bible in a lot sure of ways. Um, and so, so just... This idea that we've been talking about in my Old Testament class, like in the Garden of Eden when everything was right, Ab and Eve walked with God. Mm. That's a glorious thought. Yeah. Unhindered by sin, no brokenness, no fallenness, they walked with God. And after Adam and Eve fall into sin, nothing is ever the same. Now if you want to meet with God, at least in the Old Testament, you know, we're New Testament people, we, we come to God through faith in Jesus Christ. Christ is our mediator uh, and all those 
doctrines we hold dear to our our hearts. But you know, Old Testament, if you want to meet with God, you got to go to a temple. You got to go somewhere. or the tabernacle. You yeah. got to take an animal and slaughter that. I mean, it's just the idea. Like, man, everything's hard. And because of sin, in the Old Testament, meeting with God was was a challenge because of your sin, right? And thankfully, you know, the New Testament, Jesus has come, Christ in us. And so, uh, but but all that to say, like, the fall messed everything up. It did. It made everything hard and difficult and challenging. And so, so just, I mean, listen, I love you, but it's just reality. It ain't getting any easier, at least not until Christ returns. When Christ returns, everything is going to be made right. It's going to be like it was in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. We're going to walk with God again, right, Amen. unhindered by sin because of, of the resurrected Christ and him resurrecting us someday. But in the meantime, until we get to that point, right, like, it ain't going to get any easier. That's right. Anything is going to get harder because we read in Scripture about the tribulation that's coming and all those kinds of things. Um, but but there's a passage I want to read to you real quick. And actually, as I was I was you know reading through the book of Romans this morning, and mm-hmm. this stuck out to me. As I, I am too. Isn't that amazing? Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm finishing up um, my Bible reading plan from last year. That I know that's kind of, yeah, I got a little behind. But anyway. It's okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're there. Uh, it's okay. So Romans 5, verses 3 uh, through 5, they say this. This is just really helpful verses. And not only that, but we also boast in our afflictions. Oh, boast. Yeah, I don't really boast a lot in my afflictions, to be honest with you, Pop. So um, I'm not very Paul-like here. <laughs> I complain in my afflictions a lot. Yeah, I, I we want do. to be more Paul-like. But, but this is why Paul boasts. Listen to what he says. And not only that, and Paul has some afflictions. My goodness, he has mm. some afflictions. Not only that, but we also boast in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance. Wow. Endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. This hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Wow. Right? It's just like Peter says over in 1 Peter chapter 1, mm. like, God's at work in these trials. Amen. These fiery trials, Peter says, we go through, God's refining us. And so life is hard, no doubt about it. Uh, but that's the assurance that Scripture gives us, that in the midst of the hardships of life, like, mm. God is doing something. He's not silent. He's not distant. He's with you. He is He is imminent. He is near. And He's at work in your life, producing something in you as you walk by faith. So, listen, expect life to be hard, but yeah. also expect God to be faithful in the hard things because He is at work. Amen. A lot like that last line. Expect yeah. God to be there in the hard That's times. Right. And number two, put your faith into practice. Yeah. Because the opposite often happens, mm-hmm. right? Like when life gets hard, we seem to throw our faith out the window, right? Like we'll throw up a Hail Mary prayer. Yeah, God, yeah. God help me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, you know, this is the time. Like, it is. This is why you're being discipled. This is why, you know, you're working those spiritual disciplines. This is why you are involved in the local church that's pouring into you. Mm. We're preparing you for the hard times, right? To, to live by your faith in every season of life, mm-hmm. whether good or bad or whatever the case may be, like this, this is it. Like th- those hard times, that, that is the, uh, the perfect place. Now, obviously, you need to put your faith into practice every day. But in those difficult days, all the more don't you need to put your faith into practice and to live out who you say you are. Like, you know, you think about it. Hard times do not exempt you from, from, wow. from exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, faithfulness, gentleness. Like just because you're going through a hard time doesn't mean you just get to start being a jerk. And yet we you we right? do use it as an excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, well, I know I yelled I, at you and I was a man, jerk. Life but... is hard right now. I get it. Life is yeah. hard for everybody. Stop it. Right? Like yeah. that that's not an excuse for being 
ungodly or uh, to, to be worldly or to be unchristlike of anything. Like, people need to see it. Like, they need to see you in those hard times mm-hmm. even more walking by faith and exhibiting the character of Christ, right? So, I mean, it's really time. And I know it's hard because I've been there too. Like, it's difficult. Like, you want to throw your hands up in the air and say, man, I'm done with this thing. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. But no, 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 no. I mean, you think about the Apostle Paul. Like, that's his story. Oh, that is. That's how he lived. His story is, is a story of suffering and affliction, but yet you think about what he writes to the church at Philippi, like a letter of just exuding joy in the midst of an imprisonment. You think about Jesus, like mm-hmm. he is the man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. But yeah. man, I, I wasn't there in the first century with the apostles and, and those disciples that walked with Jesus. But I imagine that Jesus, I know, no, I don't imagine, I know yeah. that Jesus was the most full, joy-filled person yes, to ever was. walk this Amen. earth. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Like, But he had a hard life. Mm. He had no place to lay his head, right? He was rejected by his own family. I mean, the obviously, the religious leaders wanted to kill him, and he did. He went to a cross and died and suffered the punishment for our sins. Like, he had a pretty challenging life for us. You know, but yet he was the most joy-filled person. And he even says, right, um, come to me, all you who are weary laden, and I will give you rest. You know in the saying? midst of what he's going through. You know what I'm saying? So, like, wow. this is time. Now, like, when you go through those hard things, it, it really is the time uh, to put your faith into practice. And there is a watching world that's going to yeah. say, how's he going to respond? Yeah. 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 When things are good, he's Christian. Yeah. Now how's he going to yeah. respond? That's how's right. she going to respond? And I get it. It's hard for all of us. It's yeah, hard it for is. me. When life gets hard, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, but, man, I just got to keep reminding myself, like, this hard hard time. It's a, it's the time for my faith to shine, not to Amen. go in hiding. Amen. Number three, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. You ask people, I do, constantly, what can we do to help? Yeah. We're fine, we're fine, we're fine. Yeah. You can you can you receive can ask, help. Right? It's okay. It's hard for me. Like we've um oh. we've been you know Stacy's been gone for two weeks and so I'm trying to be mom and dad and everything in between. Now thankfully my parents have come to help out and all that. Um, but it's hard for me to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Like you know I've had people offer to pick up my kids yeah. and what have you, and I really appreciate that. And I've had and some people have I've actually, um, but you know I just I mean you know, I think we all feel this urge like I've got to you know muscle up and get this done myself. Yeah. Right. I can figure it out. But that's not the way it's supposed to be. Right. Like that's the beauty of being a part of the family of God, and we're going to talk about more of this moment, but not being afraid to say, okay, yeah, I can't do this on my own. Mm-hmm. I need God's help, and I need the people of God to help too, right? So, so you know, swallow your pride, right? You don't <laughs> That's have all, a lot of I, And that is it a lot is of really, it. Like, yeah. look at me. I can do all of this. No, you can't. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're a, a finite human being who's fallen and is limited. Uh, you're going to need some help from time to time, and swallowing your pride and— um, and being able to ask for help, I think, is is really, really important if you're going to uh, make it through those difficult times. Amen. Amen. Uh, number four, do what you know you can do. Yeah. So there are things we can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So here's the deal. Like, again, we've been dealing with um, Stacy's dad over the last couple of weeks, Stacy more than me because she's there. Um, but with that, like, there's there is this feeling of not only helplessness, mm. but just being overwhelmed. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I mean, I know that's the story for many in our church. When, when you, you know, get that diagnosis of a cancer, that's overwhelming. It like, is. You know, like there. it's, it's yeah. big or you, you know, that, that, you know, that your, your, your husband walks out on you or your wife walks out on you. Like that's overwhelming. Like you don't know how to think or what to do, or how to process that. Like there's just lots of things in life that are really, really big and really, really painful and really, really hurtful. And in those moments, like, you just kind of go numb. 
Yeah, you do. Right? Like, I don't know how to think. I don't know how to process. I, I'm just overwhelmed. And and if you've gone through a hard time, you've been there. You've been in that place of being overwhelmed. And so, so for me, it's helpful to think about, and I think we've probably talked about this before, uh, what can I do mm. and what can I not do? Yeah. Right? Well, what I cannot do when those hard times come is oftentimes I cannot change the situation. Wow, that's true. Right? Like, you know, I mean, if, if, if it is the case that your, your spouse walked out on you, like, you can't change that. That's what they did. They walked out, right? Yeah. Now, you can change how you respond, but you can't change what actually happened, mm-hmm. right? Or if you get the diagnosis of cancer, you can't change that. You can't, you can't say, well, go away cancer, and it goes away, right? Um, with Stacy's dad in the hospital, we can't change the fact that he got COVID pneumonia. Like, that, that's what it is. So there's lots of things that are beyond our control, and there's nothing we can do about it, that's right. right? So what can't I do? I can't change those things. Right, I, I can't make it go away. Right, I can certainly run to God, though. That's what I can do. Yes, and ask Him for wisdom. That's what I can do. I can take steps. Right, if it's that you know diagnosis of a disease or whatever, or those steps that the doctor is giving me that I can take to start work, to work towards healing. Um, you know, if it's the case of a, a marriage that's gone awry, like what can I do uh, to to um, be a blessing to my spouse, even in the midst of this, like, what can I do as far as counseling is concerned? Like, what are the things I can do? Mm-hmm. What are the steps I can take in the midst of this that demonstrate faith, that demonstrate endurance, uh, that demonstrate hopefulness? Like, there's lots of things I can't do. Like, I can't change the situation. I can't make it all go away. I can't necessarily make it better by wishing it better. But there are probably some things I can do that are going to help me to endure and to help me get through this. And so what are the things I can't do? And what are the things I can do? And then just systematically working through those things I can do. Knowing that some days when I do those things I can do, it's going to go great. But some days when I do those things I can do, it might feel like I'm taking two steps backward. But I'm still got to do those things I know I can do. Yeah. One of the things you shouldn't do is that you shouldn't make big decisions. And I have seen over and over again, People in the midst of the most trying and difficult and horrible times make decisions that they're going to pay for the rest of their That's life. Right. So be careful be, about making big decisions. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that in a moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. very good. Okay, I'll will be quiet then. Okay, so you don't and I quiet, guess right? oh, we love it when you talk. Just talk, 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 talk. So it, so so the fifth one is is more more what you're talking about. Ask God what He wants you to learn. So yeah, now yeah, we yeah. turn to God. Yeah, and I think that's really important too, right? Because I think you know if if what Scripture says is true, which we know it is. That, that God uses trials and hardships to refine our faith. Mm-hmm. Refine our faith. You know, uh, we boast in our afflictions because our afflictions produce endurance and character and hopefulness. So we know that God is work. You know, at work. And James says something very similar. Count all joy when you go through various trials and yeah. struggles, knowing that that God produces perseverance in those trials and struggles. And so, since we know that God is not absent in our hard times, since we know He's present and at work, it's probably wise to come before God at some point and just asking God, Hey, what is it? Yeah. What is it you're teaching me? What, what am I supposed to learn in this? Uh, how are you wanting me to grow through this? What, 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 what does your spirit want to do in me? What, what character quality are you trying to develop in me? When you think about the fruit of the spirit, is this, is God using this to teach me patient? Is he using this to teach me joy in all such situations? What, what are you doing, God, in this to grow me? I think oftentimes when we go through these really hard times, we want to ask the question, why? Yeah. Why, God? Why am I going through this? What do I do? Why are you putting me through this, right? Um, and, and here's reality. You might not ever get the why answer. That's right. Right? And here's reality, too. Like, um, God's a whole lot bigger than you are. And, 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 and the reality is, like, 
God's at work in millions of different ways in your life that you cannot see and you do I not know. I was going to say you can't even yeah, I mean, see. That's right. Yeah. So you just got you just got to trust the Lord. Uh, so it's not so much asking the why question as it is asking the what question. What is it, God, that you want to do? I like what, that. What is it that you're trying to, to form in me and just and learning? I think the why is always why me. You yeah, know, I, absolutely. I mean, there's even an old song, I guess, old country, why me, Lord, what did I yep. ever do? But then he talks about what did I do to deserve all the blessings, you know, talking right, about blessings right, right. in that, uh, believe it or not, country song. And and so when I went through what I went through, people would ask me, why do you think? You, I said, why not? Yeah, why why am I, why would I be insulated from yeah, yeah, yeah. the difficulties yeah. of life? It that's doesn't right. make sense. Well, that's you know, right. you serve the Lord and all that. I said, that's fine, well, but I'm not insulated. Yeah, that's right. You know, we Job should. served the Lord too. Yeah, exactly. I had a pretty hard time. And so I had to say, okay, Lord, in the midst of this, well, what am I supposed to learn? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, number six, remember that your difficulties will not last forever. They will not. They don't. They might last for a really long time. Might last your whole life. That's right. That's and not for forever. Some of, and that's, for some of us, that is true. Yeah. That our difficulties might last the rest of our lives. Yeah. That that cancer may not go away. That cancer, just reality of it is, it, it may take your life. Yeah. But it is coming to an end. And if you're a follower of Jesus, you know that there will be a day that you are cancer-free. Mm-hmm. Right? The uh, the marital difficulties might last the rest of your life. Yeah. I hate that, and I hope they don't. I pray they don't, um, but they're not going to last forever. Now you're a follower of Jesus, right? Like you're you're going to step into eternity with Him, and everything is going to be right. So, so every experience you're going through, every hardship you're going through, every difficulty you're going through, it is just temporary. Now, thankfully, right? Like for a lot of us, the hardships we go through are seasonal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Now, some last for our lifetimes. I get that. And, that, and that's just the way it is. That's the result of living in a broken world. For some of us, though, it's, it's seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Like we struggle through the cancer for six months, and it does go away. Yeah. We find some healing, or the, the chemo works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, or, you know, the, the marital difficulties, it's just a season. We're able to get some counseling and work things out and figure right. it out and get back on track. Or uh, for you, Pops, I know you've got some lasting effects of what happened to you years ago, but it still was a season. It was. I mean, I mean you, I'm you, so much better than right? I was. You, you walk with a cane, but, <laughs> yeah. man, you're, you're a healthy guy, right? Yeah. Like you're, 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 you're getting along and living life to its sure. fullest. So, so that was that, that, you know, difficult time it was a season mm-hmm. right like so lots of things that we go through in life they're just seasonal and just realizing that like this ain't gonna last forever mm-hmm. and it might not last six months it might be you know six months from now life could be completely different That's and, right. and just you know so since i know it's not gonna last forever even if it's the rest of my life it's not forever so since i know it's not gonna last forever i am going to endure i am gonna put a smile on my face we'll walk right. with joy and we'll walk in the spirit because i know like the end is not my destruction the end for me as a follower of Jesus is eternity with him mm-hmm. and 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 wholeness in Christ. And so, you know, I mean, it ain't going to last forever. And I say it's not destruction, it's completion. We're going right. to be complete That's in good. Him. That's right. That's right. And I think it's number seven. Yep. Stay connected to your church. Yep. Because you need help. Amen to that. We, start, we talked about that a little bit earlier. It goes back to don't yeah, be afraid right. to ask help. That's right. But that's the reality because I've seen it like you have, Trey. Like oh, I've seen people who have oh. gone through hardships and they um, they don't put their faith into practice and they fall away from the church. Yeah. Like the body of Christ is here to minister to you. And sometimes we do it well. Sometimes we mess it up. I get all that. But, I mean, that's that's the way it's supposed to be. Like we're supposed to be here to help you and encourage you and bless you and help you to be able to persevere. And so, listen, I mean, those difficult times is when you need the body of Christ. And the body of Christ needs you, 
right? Like there you go. That's we, exactly we right. We still need you. We we need to see you walking through those difficult mm-hmm. times because we're watching and learning as you walk with Christ through those difficulties. And so, man, you know, um, because I. I mean, gosh, I've been doing this a very long time, uh, not quite as long as you have, Pops, but I've been doing it for a very long time. But, you know, I mean, I've seen it happen over and over again where, you know, somebody somebody will be missing for a month or so, and I'll call them up, hey, I haven't seen you the last few weeks. What's been going on? Oh, we've just going through a real difficult time. This is like, like we didn't know. I wish you'd have told us. Yeah, but I wish I, you'd have sent us a message <laughs> and let us know, like, that was going on. We'd love to pray for you and yeah. help you and encourage you, yes, and, but we please, didn't even know. So Please. So, yeah, just, you know, stay connected to your church. I think it's, your church it, wants to bless you. Yeah, it's just so important. I, yeah. You know, when I went through, uh, the, I was uh, asked to leave a church, and, um, you know, that's, that night, I was at another church. Yeah, I, I wasn't going back there. They didn't want me back there. <laughs> but you but were I somewhere was, else. But I was somewhere else Maybe immediately because right. I needed the healing of yeah, the people yeah, of God, and yeah. they came around me that night and prayed for me. It was very encouraging. Yeah, and time. I think about just the last couple of weeks that you know my wife and I have yeah. walked through, and it hasn't. I mean, I mean, we haven't gone through anything like others have. It's just her her dad's been sick, and but but still, even just having a sick dad, it's tough. Um, it's tough. It's and, still tough. And seeing you know people just come around and lots of text messages and phone calls, Amen. and it's just encouraging. It's it's good to know that you're loved. Amen. Right. Amen. And and you know that that text message that you send to somebody who's hurt, it does mean something. Mm-hmm. It's just good to know you're loved. You know what Amen. I'm saying? And so yeah, stay connected to your church. It's really important. And then I think this is so important because this is where I went. You stay on mission. Yeah. Yeah. You stay on yeah. mission. So and I think that's the thing we've got to get into our brains, right? Like uh, your calling never changes. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you're going through. That's right. It just, I mean, I love you, but but that's reality. I mean, yeah. I, whatever you're going through, it doesn't change the calling that God has on your life. And the calling that God has on your life is to make disciples, period. That's right. To be on his mission. Always. To to share the good news of Jesus Christ and help others grow in Christ. And and no matter your condition, you can do that. That's exactly I mean, right. If, if, and this is reality. If God's left you on this earth, he's left you for that. That's exactly I, Brother, I'm telling you, if truer words have yeah, not been yeah. said, and I'm so, telling so you, So listen, true. like, when you're, when you're going through it, oftentimes... Those are some of the best opportunities you have to share mm-hmm. your faith because, Amen. you know, a lost and dying world is seeing you persevere. Well, how in the world are you able to persevere with joy because of who I am in Christ? That's because exactly he's done right. something in me, and you need to have the same joy, too. Let me tell you about my Savior. And so, listen, uh, when life is hard, just stay on mission because Amen. God is using you. He's at work through you, even though it's a hard day. Hard day. So we don't want to at all. I don't ever want to minimize anybody's hurt, pain, or hardships. I know life is hard because I live, too. Amen. Right. Everybody's life is hard, and the the, um, the impact that you make when yeah. when you're going through the lo- yeah. the tough times, and you're able to say, "In Christ, I can." That's right. You know, that's right. I can do all things Christ. through Christ yeah. who gives me strength. And that was the context when Paul wrote that, right? When yeah. Paul wrote four, Philippians four thirteen, that verse we love so much, right? Like he's going through hardships, mm-hmm. like the struggle with contentment, right? Like I got nothing, but I'm okay. Sometimes I got a lot, I'm okay because I've just learned in life I can do all things. Like bring it on. Yeah, I can do all things through Christ. I can get through whatever because of Christ who strengthens, strengthens me. me. Right. Yeah. And so, listen, I don't want to minimize your hardships. I know life is hard, but at the same time, I certainly don't want to minimize the calling of God on your life. Right. Like, yeah. that's right. In those hard times, there's an opportunity to maximize your witness and and point people to the love of Christ. So, yeah, life is hard. I get I, it. Pastor, it's been a good word. I, you know, as we all have struggled here in the last few months, you know, it, it has been that these things that we need to be reminded of. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would just say that um, whatever you're facing, because we're all facing something somewhere, whatever you're facing, 
you go back to the to the feet of God and say, God, how can you use me in the midst of whatever I'm going through? And it's in the midst that I believe he uses yeah, the, yeah. The, uses us greatly. Yeah. So um, why don't you close us out, Pastor, and get us ready for yeah. next week. Yeah, I don't know what you're going through today, uh, wherever you are, but I know that if you're going through a difficult time, I know there's a God who's there Amen. who loves you and cares for you and wants you to persevere you. in Christ. And so I hope this has been an encouragement to you and a blessing to you. And if it has been, I'd love for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. We love it when you leave those five-star reviews. That really helps us to get word out about our podcast. And as always, we hope today has helped you connect faith to life.